that's Ryan Murphy's thing. He's like a like an abusive boyfriend where you just keep assuming like, oh, it'll be better this time. He's changed. <laughs> yeah, like, and, it'll and, be like before when he loved me. I want a whole series of Glee of the kid who is at that school but is not part not of it. Not in the Glee club. Like, can you imagine, like, you go to social yeah. studies class and your substitute teacher is Gwyneth Paltrow and she and the kid in front of you start singing to each other and you're just like, oh, uh... It's like, what? Do I, <laughs> do I stay? Or, yeah. like... You know how we talk about, like, movies in the 80s and we're like, how did this shit get made? People were doing a lot of cocaine back then. People are going to look at Glee and be like, what kind of drugs were those people doing in 2010 or whenever? I tend to do a run of guest appearances in October. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no one calls in March. No, okay. <laughs> Anyone want any refills? Should I, op- yeah. should oh, I sure. pre-open this? Good because idea. Haley, great idea. Hey, thanks, Zach. You're full of them. You're so supportive. You're I love you. I love you. Uh, wait, are you guys together? No. Speaking of, should we start the show? Yeah, let's start the show. Hi. I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. If we did our math right, it's Halloween Ooh. week. Let's hope we did it Ooh. right. <laughs> <laughs> really is the scariest thing. Planning is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a haunted house for me. It's <laughs> going in and having to... Um... Roth IRA, Zach. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, uh, somebody comes up and says, my baby shower is coming up. Um, <laughs> you're planning it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that does sound That's horrible. That's the whole haunted house. Yeah, if someone's like, can you be my maid of honor? Everyone's coming. Oh, yeah, God. The, yeah, the bachelor party, bachelorette On party you. is in three hours. Everyone's coming. Go. Go. Oh, God. So spooky. Mm. Not a bad escape room idea either. <laughs> Plan this bachelorette party before the <laughs> clock runs out. Yeah. Oh God, that's so horrible. Do you have enough penis straws? Are you sure you have enough? <laughs> I have. I need to unlock this box to get all these penis straws out of here. Uh, Pretty excellent. And the code is her fiance's length oh, of his dick. No. Shit, what is it? Shit. She said, did she say six or seven? Oh, damn it, don't remember. <laughs> that would be very good. Um, how was your day? Um, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little better. Yeah. Um, yeah. The maybe, and if I'm doing my math right, the episodes three and two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had a deep, deep baritone voice. Yeah, but no, but I'm, I'm on the upswing. Up and up. I miss yeah. it. Do you miss Not it? Not gonna lie. All right, someone cough in my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, October is a pretty big month for the gays, huh? That's right. I think it's uh, the gayest holiday. We talked it's about that there. a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it gets much gayer. Yeah, I used to not be that into Halloween. Now in you're the very last, into cu- last couple of years, I've been really into Halloween. Yeah, my house always has a very spooky party. Mm-hmm. We go all out. Yeah, I have um, like canceled so many things because like I can't. I'm going to. I'm going to this party. I go. I, I can't not go. Yes. It's the party. Yes. It's the Super Bowl of Halloween parties. <laughs> yes. um, well, thank you. Yeah, you, you guys go all out. How is the decorating coming? Um, the garage is nearly done. Mm-hmm. Um. It's hard because my my the two main like planners of it, you know them, Edan and Laura. Sure, yeah. uh, shout out this those spooky people who pretty much own all the decorations. Um, yeah. They're out of town, so we've kind of don't have our 
captains at the helm. So but you really are living this this haunted house idea that we've I really, this, yeah. Yeah. get this Halloween party done that is not planned by you, but like do it fast. But, but it's, it is at your house, though. It is. And it's kind of working, though, because yeah. I am the garage is going to be done very soon. And that'll be a big step in wow. the right direction to being done in time. Nice. It's just always a nightmare to get it done in time. Ugh. But, you know, anyway, it's, it'll be fine. Good be fine. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? How's your day? Great. It's been good. Um, Just, uh, I don't know, just getting ready for the holidays. I'm really excited. I've had my costumes ready for months now. I, got, I would like, I feel oh, like for the past so couple, good. yeah, for the past couple years, I've like, it's just for whatever reason, because of work, it's just kind of gone by me. And I always think like, oh, October will come around and then I will, I'll have it. And then, nope, you don't, because the parties start like right away. They, they, it's it's if you if you're gay, the parties have already started in September, and <laughs> and they don't stop until the first weekend of November. Very true. And if you don't have something ready, you're you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and it's hard, it's hard in, enough in LA when everybody is like a costume designer or or, or something. You know, everybody is, goes all out, and then the gays are also like go way all out. Or they're ripped and just wear like underwear, <laughs> yeah. and so to be a, a gay in LA on Halloween is just like it's a lot of added. It's pressure. a lot. Of, it's a lot of added pressure. Um, but I've I've got it ready. I, I'm locked and loaded. Okay. I'm ready to go. I'm super excited. Good. Yeah. Speaking of oh. a gay uh, in LA mm-hmm. on Halloween, mm-hmm. we've got a very very spooky friend who's <laughs> so well versed in the world of horror. Um, and possibly uh, well versed in in other things, right? But good, a verse maybe. He's just versed in he's a lot verse. of stuff. He's versatile. <laughs> he's a verse. He's verse. He's a verse man. <laughs> um, is our friend um, and fellow podcaster? Uh, he hosts the podcast Dead for Filth. Um, is Michael Verratti? Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm well. I'm so excited to be here. Oh yeah, um, we were on your show a while ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, about a year ago. Maybe? Yeah, was yeah. It a year ago. The oh, gang's my... back together. That's yeah. right. Uh, we had. Uh, kind of nicknamed that title of the show We're Dead Together. Yes. So we're this dead is together. We're to- Dead Together too. Yeah. Or well, should it be Dead For Together? Dead For Together? Yeah, just another way to mix up the names. But it's only the second one. <laughs> oh, I see. The fo- It's we're- not the numeral four. Okay, yeah. got it. Dead For Filth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead yeah. For Filth. Dead Together or... Dead Not Together. Or, we're- <laughs> or it could be Dead Together. We're Not Filth. Dead, dead together. We're not filth. Dead, yeah, dead together. Oh, I like we that. We are dead together. That's fun. Yeah. We're this... the Hip 90s sequel <laughs> yeah. with the number built into the name. And yeah, and it's like filthier that. than before. Yeah. Getting Beautiful. filthy. Getting filthy. Dead together. Getting filthy. Getting filthy. Ugh. I'd, I'd buy it. I'd buy yeah, it. I'd, I'd watch buy that. A lot of copies. Dimension Presents. Mm. <laughs> um, so, Michael, you are very much a, a spooky boy. Um, <laughs> you uh, So, you're a director and a writer and. Um, and also you do a lot of hosting as well outside of your own podcast. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um most recently your you have your your uh The Office is Mine short that's been making uh the circuit which is like a gay horror film. It's like it's very fun, it's super funny. It's like I I would kind of describe it as like 
don't know. It's very like a single white female with a little like American Psycho in there. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually a great uh, kind of combo to describe it. It uh, debuted in August. It's Mm -hmm. been traveling around to film festivals, uh, both queer and horror fests. Uh, we've been very lucky. It's been playing at a lot of different places around the world. Uh, as of this week of recording, we are playing in Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, Cambridge in the United Kingdom, ah, wow. uh, Rochester, and that's just this week. We've yeah. been all over the place. Uh, and it really was just born out of the idea of what happens in our community when gays are territorial with each other and how that can be uh, kind of horrific. Yeah. Mm. It's also quite funny. Oh, thank you. It's very funny. Um, but not only that, but you also direct for, uh, the Dragula on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. I was a writer and, uh, one of the directors of this new season of Dragula, the third season of the Boulay Brothers Dragula. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of my involvement in the show was in the writing and directing of the horror vignettes that open each episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, uh, did a lot of writing for the show in general. I wrote a lot for the Boulays as well as I did directing in, uh, portions of the main competition. Uh, and it was fun. I was there every step of the way. And if it seems filthy and horrific and out of control on television it was even more so in person oh, yeah. <laughs> um do you have any uh on set stories like any quick ones you can tell us uh well i mean none that would would be appropriate for me to reveal without without <laughs> sure. breaking any ndas but i will say that uh you know, on the first episode when we brought out the chalice of spiders that we had, uh, you know, asked one of the competitors to eat, uh, it looks gross on TV. Mm-hmm. But when you're there holding like this glass bobble full of living, crawling spiders, and then you watch someone just shove them into yeah. their mouth, it, it definitely does make you take pause of, of your own. Uh, How did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then it, millions yeah. of people tuned in to watch it. Right. So I feel pretty good about it, that choice. It is yeah. right out of the gate, too. It's it like is, one yeah. of the first things that happened on the show. It's wild. I love it. Congratulations. Thank on, you. I'm uh, very really excited. Uh, we uh, were very grateful. And uh, the audience this year has been just electric. Uh, and uh, more people are tuning into it than ever before. I think I was uh, telling you before the show mm-hmm. started. As of this week of recording, it was the top uh, reality show on iTunes. It's in the top 5% of things watched on Amazon Prime. It accounts for the top five things watched for the month of September and on Out TV internationally. Uh, so to be attached to something like that and to see how passionate the people who uh, watch the show and love the the competitors and love the art of drag and love horror are it's really cool and it's really special uh, and it's, it's awesome. Also, as a spooky kid uh, <laughs> who... Uh, you know, always kind of felt on the outside. It's kind of cool because this is a show for outsiders and for people who revel in that spookiness and to celebrate our otherness and that uh, what makes us other makes us strong. And that's what Dragula is all about. So it's really cool to be part of. That's great. I really love that. Yeah, it's funny. We were talking uh, to Ian Ian DeVogler. We had mm-hmm. him on a couple weeks ago, months ago. Mm-hmm. Was it go? Yeah. Neither what of us can time? do math. Who? What is time? What is time? <laughs> <laughs> this is airing three weeks from now. What is time? <laughs> what is time? <laughs> um, and uh, we just talked so much about how it honestly the horror genre and drag going hand in hand just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is like you were saying, just that that otherness that we're also. Used to. The drama. The drama. Well, I think that they walk hand in hand because they both come from places of heightened reality. And Mm. uh, 
it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's all about using that heightened reality to expose something. And uh, drag's roots always. It, it, I think there's a, the misnomer that drag is merely about gender illusion, but it's really not. What it's about is using persona to poke holes in the institution and to point out things and satirize things. And horror, uh, in its way, uses heightened reality uh, and and the lens of otherness to maybe approach and look at things in ways that we in the mainstream are not ready to talk about. Mm. You use that lens of the fantastic to disguise your intention. The monster means something other mm-hmm. than what... It's not a monster. It maybe is... Uh, you know, oppression or racism or something. Uh, and and in th- those ways, they're both very hand in hand because you use the art and that heightened reality to criticize and critique mm-hmm. and reveal. That is very well said. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people maybe don't see this, but horror, does horror exist without a metaphor? Like... Is there any? I mean, maybe just. I mean, any good some, horror, but film any good horror film is based in, yeah, in some sort of real, real world truth. Right. Well, and what's interesting now in the landscape of the internet, and any time there's a major discussion surrounding a movie, mm-hmm. there are always those people that are like, "Leave your politics at home." And I saw this even today, where someone was like, "I don't want my horror movies to be political," and I'm like, "Well, what have you been watching?" Yeah, horror movies have always been political from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Horror before cinema is is political it's the idea of mary shelley writing frankenstein as a commentary on the argument of god versus science mm-hmm. that was going on at, at the time or godzilla being born out to, of yes. you know the dropping of atomic weapons on in japan even uh you know since ellen and george bush are in the news right now mm. during george bush's administration torture in the middle east was very prevalent in the news and from that we get movies like saw and hostile yeah horror when utilized in its best way uh, is always a dark mirror of society and reflects uh, the things that are going on and are a commentary. And I was saying to someone recently, a lot of our horror right now uh, is really about trauma. And I think yeah. that in the Donald Trump's post Donald Trump America, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you see a lot of horror nowadays that's either about, like you said, trauma or even like you see so many social media. Uh, horror movies or like com- you know computer stuff like even Black Mirror mm-hmm. type things and you're right it is a reflection it's always a heightened reflection of society and reality right. well I also love like you have you know you have all these films like um, just like invasion films usually or like like uh, Terminator or Invasion of the Body Snatchers or things like that where you're talking about some other thing coming in destroying man but now we're like kind of starting to have narratives where it's like maybe we deserve it like we <laughs> ha- like ooh, like are people the best thing for earth right now like you know you right. we're talking about you like that like i love the rick and morty they did the episode about the assimilation um do you do you watch rick and morty i'm not quite oh well there's a character it. called unity who um is like a body snatcher uh hive mind mm-hmm. and <laughs> rick is dating her and <laughs> and like the whole conversation is like hey before here this this planet was like in a very violent race war. They had like poverty was like insane, crazy. And I took them over and now they're all better people because I'm them. Uh, <laughs> and it's very, it's just very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we're, I don't know, we're having interesting conversations based on where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, you know, a thread that has been consistent throughout 
whether it is a monster or not that's in front of us on the screen, the, the real monsters are always people. Man. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it's usually due to human folly or human uh, cruelty or avarice or something that we get the monster in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, if you even go back to the creature from the Black Lagoon, the creature from the Black yep. Lagoon is just hanging out at home and it's people in, encroaching on its space mm-hmm. and trying to take it out of its ecosystem that causes it to retaliate. Mm-hmm. The fact that Godzilla is born out of atomic power, that is That's... linked directly to man and man's evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean... We want we want to invest in the monster because the monster is our catharsis. It's the way that we deal with our inhuman acts as humans. Mm-hmm. But it, what we're really seeing is is sort of our actions and our wickedness yeah. manifest. So, um, Michael, you ask your all of your guests on your show why horror, but for to you, uh, why horror? Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, why horror? The easy answer is why not. Mm-hmm. But I right. Th- all right. End of question. End of question. <laughs> but no, I think that it's for the reasons we're talking about. Uh, for me, horror has always been powerful. And when horror is utilized correctly, it is the most powerful mm-hmm. genre because it has no boundaries and it has no limits in terms of how you present a story. If you can imagine something fantastic and you can push it to its limit, you can utilize horror to tell that story. Mm-hmm. And through that fantastic means, you can then actually expose something that's very real. Yeah, right. And I find that really awesome and um horror to me is also a place where we can examine ourselves you know horror by its definition is the genre of subversion but it is also the genre of otherness and when you talk about the queer relationship to horror who understands otherness more than queer people Mm. so we have this genre that we can see ourselves in. And I always am quick to point out because there's always that person that's like, I don't want to be represented by the monster. And that's fine. Like, you know, sometimes the otherness does mean the Frankenstein monster. Sometimes it does mean the creature from the Black Lagoon. And the example I always give to the contrary of that is sometimes, though, being other is merely being in a world that treats you as other. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the monster. It's just existence. I mean, the Frankenstein monster did nothing wrong. Well, and and... The the example that I use to kind of swing it away from monsters just, sure. you know, so people don't, you know, think that's the only place it lies is Laurie in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Because Laurie is someone who has these popular friends and someone she looks to and admires but feels on the outside of. And she just so desperately wants to belong. She wants to have the experience that the experiences that they have and wants to be part of that. But you can see that she's uncomfortable. She's not in that. And you know her her whole existence is is being on the outside and then in this one night this this boogeyman it's like it's very almost a fairy tale it makes manifest everything that puts her on the outside and because of that she has to fight to literally survive mm. mm-hmm. and come out on the other side yeah and uh yeah and i think that's also why the final girl is also an enduring trope in horror because the final girl is otherness in a way that people understand who have been ostracized mm. or people who have to um, survive society. Uh, and a lot of the final girls, especially the ones in the 80s, 
are outsiders in their own way, like uh, Ginny in Friday the 13th Part 2 is a tomboy. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, Sydney in Scream, even though that's in the 90s, she's kind of on the outs because everybody in the community knew her mother and they kind of put her in a box because, you know, you are your mother's daughter kind yeah. of deal. And uh, it's just, you know, there are, there are different avenues in and horror is a place for everybody. Mm. Totally. And my favorite reference, Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not the monster. She's the hero, but still very much has the secret identity, exists on the outside Yeah, in the first season, you know, trying to get, get in with the popular girls. But, you know, then is seen as a weirdo because she's doing all this weird shit, but it's because she has to fight. And Buffy's some of the best allegorical horror because even the idea of when she sleeps with Angel... Uh, it's it's that fear that every uh, teenage girl has. If I sleep with him, will he be a monster tomorrow? Mm. Well, in the case of Angel, he was. He was, yeah. quite literally, and yeah. Also, what gay person wasn't friends with a librarian or English teacher? <laughs> yeah, true. 100% true. You're absolutely <laughs> But yeah, so really the answer to your question, why horror? For mm. me, why horror? Because horror is powerful. Horror can be what we need it to mm. be. Horror can be the catharsis by which that we use to fight the fear, Mm -hmm. but also because it's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that's like, you know, something that when we get deep into the discussion of horror and like all of the academic reasons and all of the social reasons, it is fun. It's why we go like there are horror movies that are just fun. Like I I saw ready or not recently. Oh God. It's so fun. It's (laughs) so fun. But like literally like the concept of the movie is adults playing a murderous game of hide and seek. It still though manages to talk about the have and the have nots though. Exactly. On top of all that. But you enjoy it as Mm -hmm. you do. Instead of being didactic, instead of it being an upstairs downstairs like drawn out BBC Mm. drama, which I also love. Yeah. It uses that you know, bloodlust and like insanity to like entertain you while also pointing out. Right. And it's not like subtle at any point, but it is just purely, it's such entertainment. It's so good. And it really Mm -hmm. delivers. Gosh, that's a good movie. I like what you said about how horror, it's so like heightened and there are no limits because you can talk about the thing. Like you said, like let's say racism, you can talk about a thing like racism, but heighten it to, this no limit place where you can create any kind of creature you want or any Mm -hmm. kind of world you want. Um, And what's cool about that too is I think another thing we've talked about a lot Mm -hmm. is that queer people live in and understand subtext more than I think most straight straight cis people Mm -hmm. uh, do because we've had to live inside that and we've had to read it from each other because we've had to find each other, you know, when we necessarily couldn't be textual about it. Mm -hmm. We had to be more subtextual about it. So I think that it is a way, like, in a way, like, maybe even queer people can kind of read th- read between the lines of horror mm-hmm. a little better. And maybe that's why we, we kind of love it more. I think sometimes when you elevate something like that, like, the the truth, like, the, the real world truth sings even, like, stronger than it would in just a straight narrative. Exactly, know? yeah. Well, I think, too, subtext, that's, that's a really good point, because subtext is really where the power in horror comes from. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love the idea of queer people understanding subtext more than maybe the world at large because that speaks to 
the communal power of, of horror as well. Uh, you know, a term that often gets thrown around when describing horror movies and kind of like horror, uh, films that are adjacent to horror movies uh, is cult cinema. Mm-hmm. But what does cult cinema really mean but community? It's the idea of people gathering at midnight to go yes. see Rocky Horror because even in a world that shuts you out here in this theater we all belong like for 90 minutes we are part of something we understand something and that's power there's power both on the screen but there's power in what the screen engenders in the audience that is drawn to it we see that this connection is an acceptance in some way and i think that's really awesome and uh sometimes when i talk to people about cult cinema they're like oh i don't get it yeah good yeah. Because some people aren't supposed to get it. Right. right. If everyone got it, it wouldn't be special. Right. It wouldn't be cult. Yeah, it would be... exactly. It would be Avengers Endgame. And that's sure. fine, too. No, that's, that's like, super yeah. fun. But the thing is that, like, those cult films, like, they last. They keep finding a new audience every mm-hmm. generation, uh, which is amazing. Well, it's like the code. It's like the tapping with yeah. foot under the bathroom stall in a cinematic way. In a, in a like, somat- cinematic, non-sexual way. But maybe yeah. maybe a little. <laughs> but, <could> we, <laughs> but like, yeah, if we were at a party and I was like, oh, you know, like this movie Phantom of the Paradise. And you're like, you know Phantom of the Paradise. And then like, and oh, there's, there's family. Yeah, there's a moment there. Yeah. Oh, he's gay. I was wondering all night. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. As soon as I find out anyone's Buffy fan, I'm like, this is my, these are my mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You know? And, you know, like, again, like you said, like, that show's been off the air since 2003. Yeah. And like it keeps Insane. finding a new audience. That's you know? the new hanky code. It's just. Pirate Slayer, Rocky Horror. Yeah. Do you like these things? Yeah. Um, so why, um, why do you think gays love Halloween so much? I think that it's for the same reasons that queer people are drawn to horror. Mm-hmm. It's again, it's that celebration of otherness. It's that embodiment of otherness. But Halloween sp- is specifically uh, for a few reasons is that manifest in in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. It's the idea of wear a mask and be your truest self. Exactly. It's just, yes, yeah. Exactly. And I think that there's something exciting about that where you get to dress up as something opulent or something sexual or something reserved or, you know, whatever your fantasy is, you can embody for a night and uh, there are no limitations, no expectations. Well, for yeah, for a lot of people, I think you can dip your toe into something right. and see how it feels. And it's not no one's gonna make you f- make fun of you because like, hey, I'm just it's just a costume. But, and it could be as simple as yeah. like if uh, you know Haley wants to dress up as Buffy Summers because that's a character that. Uh, is an emblem for you and means something. You're like, for tonight, I am Buffy. And someone else is like, oh my God, I love Buffy. And they, you know, see you have made manifest this this uh, fantasy in which you embody this character that means something. So even the tapping into the pop culture you like is allowing your truest self to mm-hmm. be real. Or it speaks to something that you like. But there's also, too... A simpler reason, and I always talk about this uh, when Halloween comes up, because Halloween is a no-strings holiday. Your grandma will not get pissed if you do not call her on Halloween. <laughs> yes, you don't it really have, is. Wow. Yeah, you don't have, uh, you know, there are financial obligations, I suppose, if you want to have the best of the best costume, sure. but you put that on yourself. Something like- You can make, you can yeah, make yeah. something out of nothing on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. But other holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, Easter to some extent, there are expectations. There's, there's 
There's yeah. family stresses. There are sometimes financial stresses. There are societal stresses that you have to do so much. You have to do this at work. Or, but like, if you don't participate in the Halloween activities at work, no one gives a shit. If you don't yeah. go home for Halloween dinner, no one cares. Right. Like, it's actually a holiday that you get to celebrate with the people that you choose. With your chosen family. And you can do it unfettered. Like, no, you make Halloween what you want it to yeah. be. And honestly, for queer people, what better excuse to celebrate with your chosen family because you get to make it what you want. Yeah. You get to wear an outfit and be your truest self. You get to use a costume as your emblem, but you also get to celebrate on your tor- terms, your way, in the most kind of fun circumstances. Yeah. And that's why Halloween, I think, really works for the gay community because it's it's all of these reasons that kind of manifest in... I get to be me in the best way possible. I don't have to fly home. I don't have to fly home. <laughs> yeah. And I get to celebrate with the people I want to celebrate with. Mm. I love that. The only I other have holiday never... I can think of that is like that is 4th of July, but that's straights have that. The straights have co-opted that for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or at least have, they've co-opted the old Navy 4th of July sale. <laughs> right. That's the straight <laughs> that's pride parade. Pride. That's the straight pride parade. Yeah. <laughs> that's really well said. I also love the, the sentence which you said, which was put a mask on to be your truest self. Mm. Something very interesting about that. I don't know what it is, but that is very interesting. Well, I think we do it. We put on masks every day, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it be, um, you know, just with our coworkers, like, you know, maybe we're not as outrageous as we would be with our closer friends or, you know, uh, I was coming back from a film festival the other day and I was in the air uh, in the uh, lift on the way home. And uh, my driver was asking me a lot of personal questions that I just kind of like skimmed over because Mm. I was just like, I just want to get home. I don't want any trouble kind of deal. Uh, And we create many versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. in a single day. You're right. But then when we finally get the, uh, the opportunity to kind of embody other, because we're technically othering ourselves constantly by when we, we get to choose our fantasy other, that is really us. Mm. because you have selected now the identity you most want to be right and there's something cool about that huh yeah that's interesting especially because i feel like even my choices for halloween costumes this year like i had been thinking like man i wish i had like more statement pieces or more just interesting like expressive uh wardrobe that i wore all the time you know and and i'm being uh the may queen in a very short dress yeah you are and uh frankenfurter for yeah. Halloween. So yeah, that's actually that actually makes a lot of sense why I ended up picking those. That's yeah. so funny. Huh. Can you tell us what you're being, Haley? Or is that a surprise? I don't know. Mm. I have to run it by staff. Totally fair. Because totally it's a it's a couple's thing. It's a couple's I don't thing. know if that's she cute. wants it. And out. there's a big there's a party and there's a reveal. I totally get it. What are you are you yeah. being anything, Michael? Um long? I usually do multiple costumes here, Good. but then yeah. I have like a main costume for the night of. Uh and I normally don't talk about it, but since this is the week of Halloween and if it comes out yeah. sooner, I don't know. This will be October this will come out October thirtieth. Uh if we did our math right. If we did our math. Um, sorry well, if it's the twenty third. <laughs> Well, I don't mind. Uh, just like you, Zach, I do tend to, or like what you were inferring earlier, mm-hmm. uh, my costumes sort of are things that I know I'm doing for a long time. Yeah. And there is sort of this long tradition in my uh, world of costume curation that I almost usually know what I'm going to be next year for Halloween, like the day after Halloween. Right. Oh, right. Um, but I, I, if you go through my history of costumes, I tend to do very... Uh, 
over the top costumes that are like air in the world of grotesque, but also are referential to things that seemingly you shouldn't have been able to do a costume for. And it (laughs) it, it usually came uh, about because I would be somewhere and someone was like, you know what horror movie villain uh, we've never seen a costume for because you just can't do it is blank. You're like, and I'm I'm like, hot. So then the next year I would do it. And then uh, there would just sort of be a, there's been a progression um, what's interesting is I realized today, and I am building into the reveal, uh, that no, for yeah, the last few years, I've been something that is uh, definitely not human. Mm. Uh, and last year, I was the fly. Oh, cool. And, and I did a costume where I was metamorphosed, like, you know, mutating, yeah, whatever yeah. that is, the halfway half. through. So I was mm. half fly, half, half, half doctor. Uh, and then the year before, I was Black Phillip from The Witch. Oh, um, oh, nice! And the then goat. the goat. Did you just go around asking people if they wanted to live deliciously? I did, and yeah. it really worked out well. Yeah. Uh, and cool. then I uh, one year because I don't do cute costumes often unless I have a good idea. It was Babar a couple years ago. Oh, um, that's that so cute. cute with little little king's crown. Yeah, uh, but this year I have decided because uh, I've never done a Stephen King character. Mm. Uh, but of course it can't be the balloon. Any, yeah. It can't be any old <laughs> Stephen King character. It has to be something that I've never really seen. Uh, so I'm going to be Cujo. Good. Yes. I thought, for a second, I thought you were going to say you're going to be the mist and I was going to be impressed. <laughs> Cujo. By the nice. way, underrated movie. I oh, think yeah. I love that. Movie. That's one of your favorites. We were talking about doing like a, a land, air and sea. Like that's right. Cujo, the birds, birds and jaws, jaws triple feature. That's a good one. Yeah. And land then maybe air- alien and go up to space. Yeah. Land, air, <laughs> sea, space, horror marathon. Be so cool. I love that. I would yeah. really love that. <gasps> That'd be so fun. Would yeah. you be down to do land, air, sea, space? Yeah, I would, love, I would love to Which pop Which order does it have to go in? I think you, it would have to be land, air, sea, space, or or do you go up? No, sea, land, air, space. Yeah, so, so it's Jaws, like a progression. Jaws, yeah. Cujo, birds, alien, alien. Ooh, that's so good. Does it make sense tonally as well? Too, I think it'd be fine, uh, right? Yeah. Um, I think that mo- the biggest departure would be birds. Birds tonally, but, it, but. no matter what, the, the theme is like um. Uh, animal and it's coming for you. Right, it's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think it's great. Surf and turf and <laughs> dog. Burf <laughs> and burf and earth. <laughs> like earth. If you look down, you see earth. Space. Surf and turf and burf and earth. Ooh. Marathon. It's <laughs> anyway. a long marathon. We'd have, we'll have to do, do the it. math. Yeah. Figure out how long it is. Well, so um, I think Jaws episode. is the longest of those movies. Yeah. Spiel- so we get that right out of the yeah. way at the beginning. Spiel- Spielberg doesn't do short no. films. No. no. no he also a PG rated movie. Yeah. Oh, it was technically God. the first blockbuster according to film historians. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, that was well before PG 13 was. Yeah, PG 13 yeah. was. I believe Temple of Doom and Gremlins were that's, the combo that pack. That was the thing. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, they were like, ooh, that heart ripping out scene was too much for little boys and girls. That scared the shit out of me. Um, I feel like everybody has those 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 movies that like they were a kid and they that scared the shit out. Of them. Like there was, I think Temple of Dune, and then weirdly when Violet Beauregard turned into a blueberry, scared the shit out of oh, me. I had to scared. leave the room. You know that uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory follows the tenets of a slasher. It film. does. Yes. Yeah, like I, it I've, literally follows the beats of a slasher. I've talked about this <laughs> so yeah, many yeah. times. It, yes, it's kind of amazing because like he's like they. Uh, Kid by kid, pick the meat off until yeah. Charlie's left. Yes, yeah. right. There, that makes sense. There was a um, there was a sixth. So child. he's the final girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. There was a sixth child, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, 
um, who almost tempted him to leave the factory. Um, but there was a sixth child uh, who was like some sort of very, another rich kid. Uh, but they cut that. There's a, a lost chapter to Roald Dahl that I, I ended up reading in a horror, a series of horror short stories. Um, and it was just like too scary. Oh, my God. Yeah, because there's a bit where they're like they go into a room and they're like disintegrate into a bunch of different candies and you can't see anything in there but they hear them screaming and they're like oh no they're laughing and it's haunting oh my god <laughs> and you, you know what i love about rolled doll that never i mean it does get discussed because i wouldn't know what otherwise mm-hmm. uh is that he is a children's author who uh hated children yeah <laughs> and that to me is why his books work yeah. because well, he doesn't talk down he doesn't talk down to kids like uh-huh. so he's he's well, he hates bad adults too yeah his books are almost uh, Tales from the Crypt light because Tales from the Crypt to me, uh, and yeah. this, this will be my controversial statement for horror fans, isn't really horror stories per se. Although, yes, they are horror stories, but they're mm. tales of just desserts. Because Morality if you tales. are in... Uh, More like a, Aesop's Fables. Yeah. yeah. If you're in a Tales from the Crypt story and you're a good person, you usually make it out. Yeah. But if like you like... But their litmus for what makes you a bad person is a very strong barometer. Sure, sure, sure. Like you could litter and you're just like, well, you're fucked. Steve. <laughs> so like, uh, and and that kind of is true of Roald Dahl as well. Yeah. If you're a bad little kid, rut row, rut row, down yeah. the garbage chute. <laughs> Hopefully it's not trash. Day. Oh no, they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, ha, ha, ha. I do love those movies. Though. Do you have those films that were scary to you as a kid? Like that, like um, a, I feel like every kid's film had that one moment that was always like a little too much. Yeah, you know what's funny is so my dad like really wanted me to get into movies, so he showed me his favorite movies really mm-hmm. when I was really young, which were like Jaws and Predator. Yeah, and I was like dope, but I also wanted to be like dope. cool in front of my dad, yeah. so I was also like, yeah, I'm cool, you know. <laughs> um, but actually, I remember being really young, and this sounds so stupid. Because it's a comedy horror, mm. but watching Idle Hands really young oh, and was that just freaked you horrifying out. to me. Because I also had an older brother, uh-huh. so my brother was watching films like Idle Hands, and you know, kind of well, Idle laughing. Hands is gory. It's gory, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's you know, kind of a it's goofy, but goofy yeah. horror comedy. It's definitely gory and horror. But I mean, how old were you? Too young to watch Idol. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was 99, I think. Mm. So it would have been like eight. Yeah. But that's... I just remember watching that and being like, uh-oh. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Scary. Michael, do you have yours? Uh, do I? Probably The Witches. The Witches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm. when when she, when, uh, yeah, Angelica Houston takes off her wig and she's- Oh, and But I'll tell you, underneath. for me, that wasn't it. I mean, although I, I did have a childhood fear of witches, the thing in the movie that like really shook me- uh, and maybe it just kind of was like an early focus on existential dread was the story about the kid that they trapped in the painting and she was always trapped in the yeah. painting until she grew old and disappeared from the painting. And it was just like that. That is very yeah. sad and scary. It's really dark. And I thought that that was a lot. I mean, and then in terms of like movies that were not scary, I mean, I, I know that The Witches is a children's film, but it exists kind of in a world of horror. I had uh, totally forgotten about that, and just you saying that gave me chills because it just—I totally remember that scene all of a sudden. Yeah, fuck. but I also, uh, when I was a kid, uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, it was not Temple of Doom in the heart, but mm. in Raiders of the Lost Ark when the face melting happens. Yeah, it freaked me out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. excellent practice. You just reminded me of uh, season one, episode three of Buffy. It's called <laughs> it's called The Witch, and uh, with Amy, with Amy. Spoiler yeah. alert: uh-huh. there is someone 
trapped inside of a trophy. Oh, the trophy. I love that episode. Yeah. Oh, you've seen it? Yes, I've seen that one. Yeah, because his mom, the mom takes over the yes. girl's body. Oh, yeah. Zach. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, that has a, was always horrifying to me. And then like because seasons then, later, oh, no way. it's referenced again <gasps> and, and where someone's just, it's like such a throwaway scene. I think it's like season three. But like remember? that just means she's been it's in It's seasons there. later, but it's a throwaway line, but someone's like, Oh man, this is it weird, but I feel like this trophy is like following me. Anyway, ah. and they're just like, anyway, da 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 da. <laughs> they just like talk about it, but it's just like, oh my god, what is the worst? Well, the good news is that after uh, the school was destroyed, that trophy's probably dead. Discarded. Thank God, released. They, um, yeah. What is the worst inanimate object to be trapped in? Oh, other than like a painting. Oh, a... finally! For years, <laughs> for <laughs> years, you. I have been waiting for for this because, like, all of these, my own show, all the horror podcasts I guest on, I never get the opportunity to talk about this franchise. But I'm about to dig in. So, uh, the Amityville franchise is one of the most wackadoo bonkers uh, runs in cinema history. Because one, you can't copyright the name of a town. So a lot of people made like some like offshoot yeah. versions. Right. But the actual mainline franchise, the ones that are at licensed in the series, they get real crazy. So there's <laughs> the first movie that's based on the actual haunting at Amityville. And then the subsequent ones. And around part four, the house is burned down. Mm-hmm. And the premise is that though the house is gone, the evil from the house lives on in the objects that were in the house. And they were sold in a yard sale. So Amityville 4, 5, and 6 all all have like, yeah. And in Amityville 4, Amityville 4, the evil escapes because it got out of the house. Oh, gosh. It's a haunted lamp. (laughs) Like uh, like just a... Little lamp, like a like a yeah, like it's desk like lamp well, or? no, it's 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 a weird looking like ornamental yeah, lamp, okay. but it's hard to be afraid of it in the movie because they totally. take it to like somewhere I think on on the west coast at Patty Duke's house because of course, and <laughs> everyone's just like something's wrong with the lamp. I'm like. <laughs> Well, throw it out, Karen. Throw like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's a lamp. And then, lamp. In, uh, and then the next one, it's a haunted mirror. There's a haunted dollhouse at some point. See, mirrors, dollhouses, we can, yeah, yeah I can, I but can. But the lamp is yeah. like, to me, that was the first one they decided to go with. Yeah, they didn't even go to mirror, dollhouse, then <laughs> lamp. So many yeah. other yeah. objects, like jewelry box or anything, like you know, like it could have been like. Uh, like an oil lamp <laughs> like that would have been a little spooky or even something creepy like with Annabelle like a doll yeah make it a creepy doll you know yeah I also love in the Annabelle movies uh, when actual the demon Annabelle is shown mm. because people forget that Annabelle is just like it's not the doll yeah. it's not the doll it's like this big like gnarly thing yeah the doll is actually yeah. not doesn't move or isn't haunted or anything it's yeah it's yeah. this presence around it it's very interesting uh, but yeah so a haunted lamp Although being trapped in a lamp, <laughs> yeah, that does but sense. if you got plugged into the house, would you be able to like z- 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 kind of go into other things, or are we saying you are stuck in this? Lamp? I think you're giving like question. way more credit to Amityville for totally fair. Ugh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, <laughs> although <laughs> I, you know, I wish they had continued that. I think they should still have gone down like how many things I mean, were sold at this yard sale. You could, you could potentially yeah. make a whole, yeah, my show. haunted Texas instruments calculator. <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> all it I, it's so weird. I type in math problems, but all it says is boo. <laughs> a sexy ghost. Oh all no, it says, it says blood. <laughs> oh, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Bless. I swear it said boobs last time. 
<laughs> oh Jesus! Um, great. Well, we talked a bit about our Halloween costumes. We we had some great Halloween costumes, but I know we've all seen some really terrible ones throughout the years. Just over, mm-hmm. just over throughout again. the time. Um, so uh, I'd kind of like to go into a little bit of a game. If all right. right. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, I I'd like to talk about some of the just the costumes that just need to go that we see every year and that. We're gonna see this year, and but by hopefully next year they will be dead. After this um, game. After this game. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna pitch two at you, and I want you to tell me which is the the worst offense. So we have to pick between exactly okay, which has which, to go. Which has to go. All right. Between okay. the two, I'd also love to hear why, as well. Okay. I'm and ready. you don't have to agree, but it'd be great if we did. Um, okay. So first off, we're starting with the puns, the bad puns, the serial killer, which is somebody puts a box of cereals on themselves. You know, and, and then with a knives knife. through it, and Whoops. chick magnet, where they just cut out a bunch of pictures of like baby either chicks. babe chicks or supermodels and puts it on a t-shirt. Gotcha. Is this directed to one or, or no, both? Both of, us? of you. I'm gonna vote chick magnet because it feels uh, misogynistic. Mm. Yeah, and also it's just like the kind of dude who does that costume. It's like. Not at my Halloween party, sir. Right. Yeah. Like at least a serial killer is seemingly spooky. Like if you've got yeah. if you've got like a box of Captain Crunch taped to you and a knife, I'd be like, all right, like this isn't someone that I like I would be embarrassed to be murdered by this person. Right. Sure. But like <laughs> Ooh, this is super wait, it, embarrassing to it, be killed right now. It depends on the serial. Like Captain Crunch, he you know, he he served our country. <laughs> <laughs> So I would be okay with like death by crunch, that's but it. like grape nuts, no thank that's you. That's the one take on the serial killer costume I haven't seen where you actually dress up like the serial mascot, but oh. you are a murderer. See, there are ways you it's, can make the serial killer better. It's usually you're yeah. like murdering a cereal box, but actually you could get a bunch of people to all be murderous versions of serial mascot. Like yes. snap, crackle, kill. Oh, I love that. My God. Serial killers. That'd be great. Okay, yeah. When so, we have the podcaster's costume party, I think that we should all do that. So we'll get rid of chick That's magnets. so fun. Also, because another way you could do serial killers really well is if someone came to my party with like five boxes of cereal and is like, I'm not leaving until, until I, I eat, eat all, all of this. <laughs> this is my costume. This is my costume. And then I would visit them for every hour and they'd be like... Oh God! I have five family <laughs> boxes of honey bunches of oats and no milk. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat like, all of this. And if they were just vomiting in my backyard because they were like, "I've got to finish," that feels I'd be like, really like a bad idea. Did you hear that Todd got diabetes? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know he committed to the costume. At least that's unique, and at least there's commitment. Yeah. So I yeah. agree. Let's get rid of chick magnet. Get rid of it. Serial killer. Just do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it be done differently. Yeah. So I like actually I like the idea of like. What's the redeeming thing with the first one? I think we can possibly do this for right. all of them. Um, couples costumes, salt and pepper or plug and outlet? Uh, I would keep salt and pepper because plug and outlet is trying to define gender roles. Yeah. And I'm not here for right. it. I'm not here for it. I'm not yeah. here for it. And I'd salt- love a switch. I'd love they right. switched it. Also, you can do salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. As oh. in the rap duo. Yeah. Here for it. Oh, salt and, and that's pepper. A- Salt and pepper. What if you did a, here, if do, you did a do, double do, costume do. where you're salt and pepper, but also salt and pepper? It's like a reveal right. where yeah. you like take it off and it's like, oh my god, and then, oh shit! And then they shoop, start shoop, doing, you do the yeah. whole shoop, song, shoop, baby. and then you do the and, performance and then, at the party, and then you take it off again, and then you bring out your other friend who's paprika and your salt from and pepper blues, from blues, blues. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is great. I love this. More costumes need a reveal. Also, so I met 
or I hadn't met him, but I had met him before, but I was hanging out with my girlfriend's dad the other day, and he said that his dad used to put pepper in his beer. So he put pepper in his beer, and so I did, and I tried it, and it was weird, what but not bad. What kind of beer? Does it matter? Uh, I don't know. It was just some draft beer. I think it might have been Miller Lite. Like, like, like you, not you, just like like a like a pepper grinder. You like put a, pep, yeah. You or you take pepper and you put it in it, and you drink it. Because you're doing this motion. The, you're doing the pepper. Yeah, grinder I don't. Motion. Yeah, I think that's what I do when I yeah. say the word pepper. No, I get it. It's it's smart, <laughs> but I, I wasn't sure if it needs to be freshly ground. No, I don't think so. Okay, but because then pepper. if you were salt and pepper, you can just go around putting pepper in people's beer or anything or anything you could just, actually both of you could just start right, salting I, and peppering i just would everything. like to disclaim if you're at a halloween party and someone's putting something in your drink like no that's no. true that's yeah. not yeah. a good idea that's not so a good nix idea that nix that nix that but okay. still keep salt and pepper but think, for other yeah, reasons yeah. i think be the condiment salt and pepper then be salt and pepper yes and then be salt and pepper from Blues. do you please. remember yes. that <laughs> salt and pepper's dj was named spinderella because when i was a kid do remember that that was like my everything <gasps> yeah spinderella, spinderella so good yeah. Yeah. they're so cool all right sexy nurse versus sexy school girl <sighs> i mean i think both are objectified by school girls creepier internet culture yeah. yeah i would keep nurse Nurse. Because you can make nurse spooky, like in a Silent Hill you could way, be a spooky. sexy and spooky. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you could be, a, I guess, a spooky schoolgirl, but like, nah, probably no, not. Yeah. no. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable by I that. Feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, I agree. We'll keep All the right. sexy nurse. Because um, also maybe prescription lust. Oh, <laughs> RX sex. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, Harley Quinn or Deadpool. Oh, these both speak to like Comic Con over abundance of cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Both black and red for some reason. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to go with Deadpool, although, like, initially, when you even announced this game, because I do so many conventions, I was like, oh, like Harley Quinn. I thought that. Yeah. But with those two together, um, it's got to be Deadpool only because. There's no variation in the Deadpool costume. You can add things Some to it. Some people usually, yeah. Yeah, they like might. they'll be like Chef Deadpool or whatever. But there's That's so true. many Harley Quinns. Yeah, there are different Harley Quinns and... Nurse Harley Quinn. I, you one. know, I don't want to get involved in this whole like weird discussion that's going on around the Joker movie. But I will say that the one way to combat it without like engaging in the discussion, support yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's true. Watch yeah. that movie instead. Like, if you have some issue with the Joker, which I'm not really, I'm not particularly interested in him, but I'm here for the emancipation um, of one Miss Harley Quinn. Wait. Yeah, because. God, that movie looks fun. That literally, like, feels like the right thing to do because Harley's in an abusive relationship with the Joker. So, like, let's support our girl. That's yeah. true. I yeah. like that. And also, Harley Quinn, just on a very basic level, requires more artistry to to make as a costume. Yeah. yeah. So even if, even though it's a little need, overplayed, right. if you do it, at least you put more effort into it. You need the wig it. or the hair or the makeup and the costume yeah. on top of and it. And I'm yeah. honestly always thrilled to see OG Harley Quinn. I love Because OG that costume Harley. doesn't happen That's enough. True. It doesn't. It's so fun. That's true. Oh, it's like so fun. the truest form Not of Harley like Quinn. Not like the daddy's little monster. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which With I, the actual jester looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool costume. I love any nod from that. I also love Harley Quinn from uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So much fun. Love her. Love her. She's great. All right, Joker. Um, yeah. Any politician mask versus vague 70s fashion. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm going to pick vague 70s fashion to, to go to stay. Oh, to stay. stay. Got it. Because <sighs> timely costumes are that. Even if you're just like kind of vaguely a hippie or whatever. And yeah, just, that's I mean, it. 
I don't know. I'm just not into costumes that are of the moment. Like in mm. terms of if we look at a picture of it 20 years later and I have to explain, oh, yeah, you're uh, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like I I think that I should be able to look at your costume and be like, oh, you were a hippie. Right. Oh, right. you were this like. Um, Doesn't it feel good when somebody's like is like a pun or something. You don't get it and they explain it to you and you're like, ah, oh, of course, that's yeah. what you are. You're notorious RBG. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd have to agree. I tend to not like any costume where your costume is the mask that you bought at Party City. And right. then you're like, yeah. and then even, you're like, this is me. Even oh if God. it's just like the Fifi O'Hara line in the sand. No Party City. <laughs> no Party City. Yeah. No Party City. Sorry, but not really. There you go. Um, 11 from Stranger Things. Mm. Or three hole punch Jim from the office. Oh, yeah, they're both they're both low overdone. effort yeah. and overdone. For Ooh, me, that's hard. For me, I would get rid of three hole punch Jim only because, and this is no disrespect to the office. Sure. For me, like you at the top of the show, we even said it. I'm a spooky kid. Yeah. So if I'm given the choice between something that is rooted in the realm of supernatural, which is what Halloween should be, or Multi-cam sitcom. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also because you can make three-hole punch gym with everything you have in your closet. Probably, yeah. And 11, you at least had to- You had to go to Goodwill. You had to go to Goodwill. And get a box at of least. Eggos. Yeah. I mean, and there are <laughs> and different- the grocery store. Yeah. And there are different 11 looks. There's, of That's course, true. like the escaped That's from true. like the place yeah. 11. There's like hip at the mall 11. She's cute. Yeah. yeah. With her friend. Like right. Rebel 11, yeah. which happened briefly That's in right. season two. Yeah. yeah, with the blazer. Yeah. All right. This one is for the gays. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Everybody? <laughs> yeah. You mean everyone who's listening to this This is right Sorry. This one is about the gays. <laughs> okay. Uh, Peter Pan, but it's actually just green underwear and a hat mm. uh, versus Mario, but it's actually just red underwear and a hat. <sighs> I prefer Peter Pan. Yeah. To keep? To keep. Yeah, same. And here's why. And okay. it's not even for like the preservation of youth. Because it's literally like it's it's those guys. I'm talking about those guys who yeah. have abs and they think that's a costume. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Got it's, you. I'm talking about those guys who have abs and a costume and I think that's a costume. They just put on some green or red underwear, put on a little like hat with a feather in it or a Mario hat and like that's all I'm doing. Oh, so this is very specifically that type this of costume. This type of costume. Not for anyone else. It's tricky no. like right because That's trickier. Obviously Peter Pan there is like some sort of like he's a child and you're sexualizing this but mm. I'm Italian and I like don't need to fuck with Mario so <laughs> it's like I don't know. I it's guess just guaranteed guaranteed walk around WeHo you will see both of those a, a just dozen time over. You will. There's so many gay people. And it's fans. weird, though, because so many gay Marios. TBH yeah. makes more sense to be Peter Pan as a twink and not as a super buff muscle. Well, no, I'm not saying a super buff muscle, but like oh, they will okay. be like they'll the, if, if you're skinny enough, the abs will show through. <laughs> like, gotcha. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So my initial reaction was anyone costume, mm. anyone costume, like taking that away. Yeah. I would say keep Peter Pan. Mario's so... It's so done. So yeah, overdone. I could, I could bounce Mario. Um, but but with that in mind, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's tougher. I mean, I guess a mustache is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But are they wearing the mustache or just? Yeah, they probably. Up? I mean, they might. Well, they might be. Actually, that's a good question because sometimes I've seen it where they just don't. 
Well, then that's lazy. It's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because it because the thing I like about the if you add the mustache to it if you're mm-hmm. if you're just doing the hat you're underwear being a little jokey it's is a little, you're being a little jokey yeah it's a little Tom of Finland yeah Tom of mushroom so, so oh. what if, what if I what if yes what if, so what if I add this so the 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 Mario has the mustache and the Peter Pan has like a little bit of vine around him or something oh well then I'm uh, I'm keeping Mario, Mario bouncing Peter Pan okay yeah. Mario yeah Mario because. You're at least giving a nod to being a little silly. Yeah. And also, the vine feels like still trying to be sexy. You're still yeah. being just sexy. Also, I don't need Peter Pan when I'm out in WeHo to ask someone, boy, why are you crying? Because someone's going to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Great. yeah. That one, it would be... Mario. We'll keep Mario. But if it were, if it were uh, a situation where it was not those, uh, not WeHo gays... I would say. Okay, so we're just Peter somebody Pan. is doing the full costume of either. Exactly. Yeah. I would say keep Peter Pan. I only say those because like those I are the two. That. They're pretty prevalent. They're also, prevalent. they're super easy to do. All yeah. you have to do is like have colored underwear and a hat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People do that all the time. That's lazy. It's lazy. Lame. I see that at Comic Con too. Yeah. If my costumes aren't gross or sticky in mm-hmm. some way, which is my thing, nobody else. Like you know, I'm not yeah. expecting. It is a gay culture thing. Like I want to be sexy. Like, I don't know if you, in years past I shot myself in the foot, like, because people are like, I'm dressing in a costume to go home with someone. I'm like, I'm dressing in a costume to ruin your life. One year, one year, one year I was Uncle Ben, like, with a gunshot wound. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying to be sexy. My costumes typically are, I'm trying to be a badass. Mm. Whatever this badass character is, I like, Captain Quint, Ellen Ripley. My costume this year, which yeah. is yet to be revealed, oh. but I'm always trying to be like a badass. I love that. Like that's usually what I'm going for. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm usually funny. Buffy. I think I was this Buffy year once. I was. Yeah, I'm usually funny this year. I'm being like a little fabulous. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Lean into it. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. All right. Well, that's so uh, great. That wraps up that game. That I have. I think we job, learned Zach. a lot. Thank you. I think we learned a lot. Um, take note, everybody. These are also all of these costumes. Don't nest. Don't be. Be something else. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just just put a little more uh, effort a into more it. Thought. I mean, I hate to be the costume shamer. I know it's the October thirtieth, and you've already picked your costume. <laughs> if we if we if have we named on one of your costumes, <laughs> rethink your life. Right. No. But also let us know. <laughs> Please let us know if we just totally called you out. We, you can tell us we're assholes for yeah, calling you out. Sure. But also, it's Halloween. Come on, put a little more yeah. fun, put a little more effort into it. Think it's about fun. it. It's fun. Have some fun with it. It's kind of fun. Take risks. Yeah. Have you ever been that person who is at a party and no one knows who your costume is? Uh, sort of. Yeah. Well, oh, I was I was uh, Daniel Radcliffe's character from Horns, and oh uh, yeah, yeah, and I screen matched to the outfit entirely. Totally, but and, it was uh, such a it w- went right under the radar. The few that people film. who knew it were like, "Oh my god!" But a lot of people were like, "Are you like emo devil?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Sure, sure." <laughs> it feels so good yeah. when the people know it. That's the right. thing. That's right. the thing. What was funny was Babar was actually one that like a lot of European people were like, oh my God, are you Babar? Yeah. But then like I would be out there be like, are you an elephant queen? I'm like, well, <laughs> not, not no. no. <laughs> <laughs> not no. Not no. Uh, mm. I love that. <laughs> uh, 
thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it was a joy. Yeah. I'm so happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, I always love your insight. You're always, oh my gosh. You always have like such wonderful, profound Incredibly things to say about well horror. Spoken. It's, it's like it's so. Em- it's embarrassing to be near you. <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yeah, no, it's so great. But um, now we've come to the point of the mm-hmm. show where, uh, you know, we've been grilling you, asking you questions about horror. But now it's time for you to ask us anything. It doesn't have to be about horror, but point in the show where you get to ask any old question you want. And this is will... a Halloween episode, so maybe. You but can. it doesn't have to be. No pressure. But and also maybe. But No, no. I, but... I'll i keep it in theme because, uh, you know, obviously okay, I know that. What's your biggest fear? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, I know that, uh, you know, in the history of your show, uh, you like to talk about uh, sex and sexuality and things. It's a big it's a big hinge of what happens. Yeah, here. we have touched on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and when you were on Dead for Filth, since this is the sequel of our reunion, oh, yeah. yes. when you were on Dead for Filth, the game we played when you were on my show yes. was we went through horror icons and listed what we thought their sexual identities were. Yes. yes. Uh, that was fun. So, you know, I have been thinking about this, and in honor of the holiday, but in honor of our history mm. and what you two talk about, if you had to choose a horror icon to have sex with. Oh, oh that's so that's good. A great question. That's so good. That's a great question. Does it have to be the monster or just any horror icon? Horror icon. It, like extra points <gasps> if monster. I got but it. I uh, think I have one. You know what? I'm having trouble because I'm thinking like, who would I want to fuck from a horror movie? But I don't know if they're necessarily iconic. Like, right off the top of my head, Chris Evans from Cabin in the Woods, obviously. <laughs> Chris, Chris Evans was not in Cabin in the Woods. You're thinking of Hemsworth. Sorry. All Chris's look alike to me. Um, I mean, also, yes. Yeah. Those are the people who are dressing as Peter Pan and Mario. And exactly. <laughs> they really are. Um, so, but also that that adds to the point that I was making that he wasn't necessarily like iconic in that well, film. Well, I did say iconic horror monster. Monster. Oh, you yeah. did say monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you say monster? Did I? I think you, or, or I don't know. But I, th- I think I said. I've got a monster. I think okay. I said horror icon. Think but like you, yeah. you then. You said yeah, icon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said, yeah. You said icon. I'm going to think of monster. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be monster, yours. just icon. Okay. Yeah. You got yours. Um, mine would be the alien queen. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, she is, first of all, huge. She's got that second mouth. Right. And what that second mouth do? See? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. What that second mouth do? Even though it's very. Both are very teethy, which worries me. And there's not a lot of lip. Yeah. Very very thin-lipped, which also worries me. But I'm anxious to see mouth on top, what that second mouth does. Um, Also, if I'm not into it, she's kind of like stuck in one. Oh, no, she does detach from her shit. I'm also very attracted to women that I'm a little afraid of. I get that. So same though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be uh the alien mother, the alien queen. She's got that big like crazy head dress thing that's cool. Mm. Um she's just a badass, very drooly, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. We won't need lube. It might burn a little bit, but I'm cool with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, <laughs> it will burn a little drooly. bit actually, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna burn a lot, especially when um a little baby pops right out of your this stomach. This might be a bad choice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, the question is, you know, are 
are these people? Am I safe with this person, or am I going to have to? Let's say yes. It is a yeah, cons- yeah, it a is cons- a consensual it's situation. Gonna be, it's going <laughs> to be safe. Yeah. They're not. I gonna, love this they, podcast they, so much. Yeah, they won't murder me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because yeah, because otherwise every everything I was thinking of like so right off the so weirdly right off the bat I was like Beetlejuice would make me laugh, but I don't want to fuck him. You know? He's gross. He's like moldy. He's gross and moldy, but he he would definitely make me laugh. He's funny. And then I'm thinking the most fuckable horror icon <laughs> is like definitely Patrick Bateman. I mean, oh, that's his whole really? thing. It's his whole thing is that I mean he's fuckable and he knows it. And he'll and talk to you about pop music. He will. Yeah. He will. And he's also that. Uh, he's just such a fuck boy, and I he seems like that type of person that like a, a couple years ago I would have totally like drooled over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I could such totally see that he's such a douche he is he'd I be great him. for one night Sam I mean I hate him but like yeah I mean he's hot god who we're fucking on Halloween are t- so different I know no <laughs> totally yeah it, it's funny because when you were both on my show I said something it's not who I would choose but I yeah. a lot of listeners have have brought this up to me since you've been on yeah because I referenced the fact that uh Jason would probably be great he probably would because be. he's an unstoppable force yeah. and he just keeps going yeah, yeah. uh but I, I feel like, again, in the same way that there's a little fear with the alien queen, I don't know that I, I, right. would, I would pick Jason. M- mine is a deep horror cut. Uh, I would pick uh, the killer from Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, Billy, because oh. he's hot. He's hot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I have to pick like a grotesque monster, which I'm also not opposed to. Yeah. Um, I mean, Norman Bates is like a thoughtful mama's boy. Black Lagoon's kind of cute. Yeah. Norman yeah. Bates, yeah. Norman Bates is not bad. Um, Pinhead's kinky as fuck. Yeah, you know I thought that... about King. I thought about him, but I also don't. I don't like pain. I yeah. think that would have to be part of it. Yeah, you know? he's into BDSM. Well, yeah. you know who I might like be... BDSM. I just don't want to. I don't want to bleed. No, you like... know who might be the safer alternative to yeah. Pinhead is okay. Jigsaw, <gasps> because you know there's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like this. Old he's an old man. I, like yeah. cancer man. <laughs> Old cancer man. <laughs> uh, well, I wasn't saying that should be your choice, but you know he's into games. He's into games, and I love games. Uh, you love games. I do really love who. So if I so if we were going off of the fir- my first initial thing where it's like Beetlejuice would make me laugh, but who would make me laugh, but would also be like a good fuck, Freddy. Oh, but he's Ooh. so gross. He's he's so gross looking. That's the person I said. The last for me yeah. because I can't imagine a worse fingering experience. Exactly. So, exactly. Freddy, Freddy's last on my also, list. Also, he would call me like a bitch the whole time, and yeah. I can't. Well, I can't, that I like. I don't like. See, I like positive affirmation. Mm. This is where we're different. No, your yeah. your love language is you want to be affirmed. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, <laughs> well, Frederick J. Kruger is not. <laughs> is not. Yeah, yeah, he is not that guy. See, the bitch part, I'd be like, yeah, I'm a mm. bitch, but I just wouldn't like the whole. The whole knife weird fingers. knife glove that he has. <laughs> yeah. Or that part where he like yanks you through a small window. Yeah, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, that whole, that one last... Are we missing someone? We have to be missing some like obvious choice. I know, I right? Mean, I'm trying to think of who's I mean, there's a... the Babadook. Um, we don't yeah. really know much about them. Um, Sexually, I don't know if I'm... Pennywise would be whatever... Yeah, Pennywise can take on any form. Any form Is there but a sexy they... murdery lady? Uh, uh, Lizzie Borden? No. Oh, but she's a real murder. She's lady. a real lady. She's a real murder lady. <laughs> no, uh, well, Still Rebecca Gayhart in Urban Legend. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, like since wow. the nineties, yeah. But mm, wow, it's twenty years ago. If people don't know the ending of Urban Legend, right. I mean, if you want to pick like a horror icon, you could pick. You've got all the final girls to think about. Yeah, that's true. But no. I was trying to go like 
like the bad true, guy. True, 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 true. Bad well, we gal. We don't know the sex of the creature of the Black Lagoon, do we? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's, that's I think true. it's always been assumed the creature it's is male, assume it's but male. that's because we are in a male-driven culture. That's yeah. true. I think that the creature would probably be... Uh, Maybe it's just protecting its eggs. And because well, it's, it's drawn to a woman, we think it is a male. Maybe. But it could be a, a fucking uh, wet, like, uh, swimmy dyke. Well, you, well you, you know that in the novel, <laughs> it, it Pennywise is a biologically female yeah. creature. In the novel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, right, because it's this, this spider. And yeah, all but it, it can present as different things. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's yeah. weird that... A um something not of this world or time would also fall into our binary. Right, like, I know yeah. exactly who my choice would be. I don't even know why I even oh, went down this, this route oh, because the it, dummy from Dead Silent. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Billy. Um, no, no. no, it's always been this choice. It's been this choice since I read the book in seventh grade. I would uh, sleep with Dracula. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, that's I didn't a great know we could one. do classic ones. Oh, you maybe, can do any order, yeah. But Dracula. Well, we were just talking about the creature from the Black Lagoon. So right, you're right. But, you're right. The Wolfman. But Dracula's like legit, like sexy Mr. Seducer. He's the that's sexy, his whole thing. The sexy, yeah. sexy boy. Literally, he's like, thing. thanks for coming to my castle. I got some ladies in the basement and uh, this char- charcuterie plate. Mm. Yeah, he puts out a. Mean I'm not eating it, plate. but that's <laughs> yeah, that's for you. That's for you. I will need to suck on this person's blood in order to get my dick hard. Yeah. Because um, I don't got a lot of flown blood in here. Maybe that's uh, what we need. We need more. But then there's the question what version of Dracula, which is also true. That's true. Yeah. Christopher Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you already had that. You I had like that. that I didn't even think. Yeah, it locked and loaded. Yeah. We need more sexy women. Monsters. Monsters. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Hollywood. But without being like, like. Right, booby, overtly, but booby. overtly, yeah, Elvira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, no, hold on, hold on. Don't you? Nothing we wrong love with Elvira. Her. Yeah. Nothing wrong with we her, but on, she's not a bad on. guy. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and and we do have mm. some cool like female horror icons, but like Tiffany, Chucky's bride. Yeah, she becomes a doll. But she's like, like right. she's still like she's not the main character. But you then know? she transitions back into the body of Jennifer Tilly later. Oh, love that. Yeah, which you want to talk about booby? That's okay, booby. Yeah. But again, not that booba. We don't want that boobified. And there's no right yeah. answer, huh? Yeah. They, they, yeah, there's so many. So we I'm going to fuck the get... alien queen still. Yeah, I get it. Someone loved Jason's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody had to. Jason One time, at some point. Yeah. She, hey, she point. was a hot piece of ass in her day. This, ha- <laughs> this Halloween, I'm pouring out some for you, Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> oh, Pam. Pammy. Oh, I wonder what her, like classic dish that she used to make was yeah right she's a chef like it's yeah. a big question i assume something campy not like not like <laughs> no, not no. like campy like but you no, know no, no, like no. she's like, a camp yeah, chef. she probably had so to make a bunch like of stuff for a bunch of joes or yeah. sloppy joes absolutely so yeah. i'll give you a sloppy now <laughs> in her uh. conservative cable knit sweater uh. pamela Voorhees lands end model ll <laughs> <laughs> bean oh my gosh this is a wild final question. I really enjoyed every I did part of too. it. I really enjoyed every part of it. Thank you so much, Michael, for coming on the show. Thank you for chatting. Having me. Uh, please come back literally anytime. Yes. We don't have to talk about horror stuff. I'd I'm sure thrilled. you're sick of it. We can bring you back in March, even. Or, for, we'll talk about the or end of March. Or any month. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, where can people find you on social media? Uh, well, my name is the same on all social media because in the great uh, social media gold rush, I got it early back in the day. Uh, nice. Smart. It's Michael Verratti, V as in Victor, A-R-R-A-T-I. Uh, the best place to connect with me is on Twitter because that's where I'm the most active. <laughs> uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. You can friend me on Facebook, but I'm going to be honest, I ch- do not check it frequently enough. Uh, also, Dead for Filth is at Dead for Filth on Twitter and uh, is available wherever podcasts are found. And watch Dragula. And watch Dragula. On Amazon Prime, right? Yes. It's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Get uh, get your freak on in the world of horror. You're even horror. in it. You're in it. Too. I am. I am a guest judge on episode four. Oh, that's inc- it's incredible. So look out for Michael. Look out for um, Michael. Zach, where can our spooky, spooky listeners find us? Oh, Haley, I'm so glad you asked. Um, we can be found on Facebook at We're Not Together. Very easy to find. Uh, we are on Instagram at Not Together Podcast. On Twitter, Not Together Cast. Uh, you can also email us at Not Together Podcast at gmail.com. It's just that easy. I can't believe we haven't. We literally haven't mentioned Dragon Come. I'm so sorry I'm bringing it oh up. Oh my gosh. But we just sent our first batch. We did, and I got another order today, and somebody from Hawaii wants it. So oh, we'll, that's so great. Yep, we'll figure that out. So guys, <laughs> uh, there's some lube in the mail for a couple people. Uh, I hope... <laughs> Hope USPS isn't listening, but um, yeah, because I remember I remember putting that in the mail and I had to check a box. It was like, "There's no liquids in here," <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, is lube actually a liquid though? It's sort uh, of like a gelatinous. It's like a, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, was yeah. it water based or silicone? It's water based, but it is like very cummy. <laughs> it's, it's so viscous. Very, it's now, viscous. listeners, if you own a flashlight or sex toy, make sure you're only using water-based lube because silicone True. will eat the face. Yes, it will. It will. Smart. And wow. that's, speaking of horror movie situations, if you've ever wanted to see flesh get eaten, use yeah. silicone-based lube on oh. your sex toy. Just pretty much always use water-based, mm. I think. It, yeah. Just to be safe because, Smart. yeah, it's better for if you're you, using yeah. a toy, always use water-based. That's Unless you're having safe. sex in the shower. Got it. True. Wow. Damn. Look at all this. We're learning so much. But guys, uh, we still have some more. I think Zach sent some of his. I, I still did. have a lot of lube yeah. left. You'll send the place. yeah. You can send the next one. I'll we'll, send the next figure one. Figure it out. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, listening. Let us know what you're uh, being for Halloween, or if you uh, were one of the things that we told you not to be. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we ruined it for you. We're assholes. Uh, I'm not you, sorry. If not sorry, <laughs> if you need help, we will figure out a way to twist it into something fun. We managed to do that with a couple of these. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so yeah, let us know. Uh, thank you so much for listening, Michael. Thank you so much for thank coming for on the show. Me. And uh, that's about it for us. Yeah. Um, we're not together. My name is Zach, and I'm Haley. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pellicone. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. Show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together. for 25% off your first three months. 